Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. Recorded live. Michelle, I forgot to give you my spiel before we started that. Um, this is recorded, but if there's anything that you share or anything that I share that either one of us decides we don't want to share... <laughs> Even right. though this is recorded, we can choose either to edit it out or not share the recording. So um, don't feel limited because we're on the record forever. Um, nothing we can do about it. We Both of us have total say as to whether or not this gets shared or not. So keep that in mind. Okay. And um, let's let's use our next half hour really well. Tell me what would be good for us to talk about today or what you've got on your mind or what you've been dealing with that I can help support you in. Repeat patterns. I, I seem to have the repeat pattern of financial lack and of abusive relationships. Um, the financial pattern will be, you know, yes, I might have a good job. I might make, I've never made more than $40,000 in a year, never. And um, there always seems to be something that comes along that will take whatever money I have in savings or my 401k. So, I have that repeat pattern, and I thought I had done a lot of vibrational work since 2008 and had cleaned up my vibration about abusive relationships and the lack, financial lack, but just recently in 2015, both hit me stronger than ever before, and I'm just, I was in total shock. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the work that you had done before, though, to change that vibration, uh, what was it that you had engaged for um, creating that change. Let's just hear what you used before to shift the vibration. I'm a big fan of Abraham Hicks, so I have used the appreciation list, the focused will, my affirmation, um, meditation, Mm. Um, forgiveness, not as much forgiveness work as I've done recently, but Mm -hmm. um, forgiving people who have done me wrong so mainly positive, changing my way of thinking, realizing that I create my reality, that my thoughts and feelings create my reality, that there's nothing that so-called God is doing to me. I'm not being punished. That was a big thing for me. So, you know, really, I had cleaned up my vibration. I felt worthy. I felt deserving. I felt optimistic. Um, okay, so you, it sounds like you engaged a lot of work. I mean, like you're, you're a person who understands what's involved in a vibration management practice and you engaged it with success until recently. It sounds like it was, you were seeing the results from those, um, from that investment you were making and shifting your thoughts and such until recently. Definitely. And, um, my Bluetooth is twitching. Let me switch real quick. Um, hear me. Yeah, I think I can hear you. Okay. Okay. I can, I look back on, I look back on my list and that I asked. 
I might be losing you now, Michelle. I'm sorry. Say it again. Oh, there. I heard you just say I'm sorry, so I, I heard okay. that. Um, I looked back on my list of that I'm, things that I wanted, you know, when I was in my making my asking stage, you know, asking, here's what I want. I got so many things that I wanted. I wanted a spiritual-based business. I wanted to work from home. I wanted more freedom to be with my daughter. I got those things in a way, you know, they always say you don't get them the way you expect. Mm-hmm. I got them in a way with working with a business partner who, a male, not romantic at all, just mm-hmm. business, who turned out to be extremely abusive. Mm. Very controlling. The um, the uh, I didn't have much freedom after all because you know I was so busy. I forgot to ask for happiness, balance, mm. honoring relationships. So I kind of got what I wanted in a way. I just wasn't clear. I, I don't you. think. Well, but but then in, so in 2015 it all blew up and he was dishonest and we had to be falling out. I had to take whatever job I could get at the time. I'm making less than I did 20 years ago. Oh boy. And I've had to take all my money out of my savings account to help my daughter get therapy and some things she needs. So I'm back where I was, you know, say years ago, and it's, it's, it's just a pattern for me. Now I've tried karma, releasing, past life, regressions, um, trying to figure out what it is, how I can release it. Okay, that was going to be my next question for you is what you've been practicing lately for, because we know that if what you've been experiencing is um, abusive relationships and financial lack and what you want is honor, I love the wording you used, honoring relationships, that really resonates, and I assume financial abundance or financial security, how have you been activating those vibrations or what practices have you been working with to change um, those vibrations? Mainly affirmations. Um, I've been studying a lot on really the right wording to use and the right trying to get into that feeling of abundance. And, you know, it is so hard when you don't have any money to feel abundant, and I am struggling mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to pretend that I have money, and sometimes I can get into that feeling. You know, I'm not anxious like I used to be. I'm not worried. I'm just kind of like, well, you know, honestly, what the F? <laughs> you know, I'm <Yeah>. like. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that those are the sorts of words that actually work best in, in you know, the same way that uh, sometimes crying is the best way for us to release. Uh, yeah. Negative emotion? Yeah, sometimes swear words are also very effective. So. And I saw that on your website, and I was like, you know, I've been hesitant to go that far because I was afraid it would tra- attract more of those feelings, but some days that's all I can come up with, mm-hmm. and, you know, through mm-hmm. it. I'm just done. That's my word lately. I'm done. I'm just, I'm done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, so all right. Really- so, uh, so what I love that we're, we're what we have to work with is, that you already know how this works. Like you're not, um, you're not a person who isn't making the connections between what you're vibrating and what you're getting, and you already have a practice in place to help shift it. But it doesn't sound like you said that you're using affirmations and sometimes pretending that you have money is effective. But it sounds like sometimes it's not. When you're using those affirmations, do you are you feeling or are you doing anything where you feel the shift? Is there anything that's really working for you? Not lately. When I first, I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. When I first started, yeah, I felt 
relieved and excited, and then it's like I get just enough money to come in to survive. There, you know, mm-hmm. there I go again, surviving, mm-hmm. not enough to buy what I want or what I need sometimes, but just barely enough to survive. Mm. So, okay, you know, we started this call off. You called that a repeat pattern, but it's not like the only pattern because when you said it sounds like it wasn't always like this, that there was a time when you were experiencing more financial abundance? Um, in my business that I started, for a while it was doing really well. Um, and then when I was married before, um, you know, I didn't have to worry about paycheck to paycheck, but I, got, I didn't have the freedom to do what I really wanted to do. Well, I kind of, I'm wondering whether the, the way we're telling this story, we might even have some wiggle room to create more alignment in, in the way you're thinking about this because it almost sounds like it isn't so much a repeat pattern as it is an old pattern just coming back, you know, like you've been here, done this before, but it wasn't always like this because you have had experiences of something other than this. I like just even telling it a little differently like that helps lighten up the energy around it so it isn't like this thing I keep doing. I don't know how to do anything else. It's more like, no, I have known a variety of experiences when it comes to money. I'm experiencing one that I have done before. It's maybe not my favorite. I would like to shift out of this. But telling it that way for me feels a little better than if I call it a repeat pattern. So um, where I really want to go with you, though, is finding an effective way for you to feel better because we know that's all the work is. And there are, I don't I was going to say a bazillion, but that's probably an exaggeration, different ways that you could uh, engage to feel better. We might want to explore some ones that you haven't played with before, but that's the heart of what this conscious creation work is. It's finding a way to get out from under this vibration of just enough to survive or feeling abused in relationships and to start feeling respected and honored and abundant and plenty. So I'm not going to suggest we use pretending because that sounds like one you've already played with a little bit and I think we can do better than than what that's doing for you. So the first thing I might suggest is a little discussion around making peace with what is. Um, I'm going to tell a super quick story of my own self when I recognized I had a financial set point after like, I don't know, the fourth year in a row I was making the same amount of money despite the fact that I had set up my business in such a way that it, 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 was, it could have been highly leveraged. It should have been highly leveraged, and yet, no, there it was, same amount of money. I realized, oh, you got a set point, girl. So I, was, I decided, oh, I'm committing to, instead of thinking of myself as a six-figure business owner, I'm going to be a seven-figure business owner. As I create that new identity, I'll have a new vibration and I'll have a new reality to match. So I started practicing seven-figure business owner, but what I recognized after doing that for, uh, it might have been several months. I was going to say a couple, but it might have been several. I recognized that it was founded in a resistance to making six figures. I mean, I was mad that I was still making the same amount of money when I should have been making more. And that's, that might sound kind of ridiculous, like who would be mad about that? But I was. And um, as ridiculous as I, I feel about myself now that I was then, there's someone who would be looking at your situation thinking, hello, 
you've got plenty to be appreciative of. You don't know how bad it, I mean, there's someone else who would look at your situation the same way I was looking at mine. The, my point being that whenever we have resistance flowing, it's like keeping us anchored to what we don't want. So I really was sick and tired of making the same six figures I'd been making. Guess what I did again? <laughs> the same six figures because yeah. resistance is not how we get where we want to go. Making peace with what is, or even better, if we can appreciate it, that's a game changer. You can feel the difference, right? Between I can. Being mad. And you know what? I am angry. I have tried not to be angry, but mm. now that you bring it up, I, I am angry. You know? yeah. I was writing something today you know, to make sure I covered all my points with you, and it dawned on me, yeah, I'm making what I made 20 years ago. I got very angry. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, I, and you know what? And it, as conscious creators, we're often taught both the thoughts that feel better. You don't want to keep. So we kind of skip that stuff sometimes, and it does not serve our progress because when we don't feel how we feel, then that stuff, it's, a, it's more resistance. So your first homework before you make peace, before I talk to you about appreciating what is, your first homework is going to be have a proper hissy fit <laughs> to be really <laughs> angry and swear words. Yeah, like. Just really feel it and even try to overdo it a little bit just to make sure. I like how Frank Butterfield said this on a call recently. He called it squeeze all the feeling out of it, like like, like to be fully present to whatever's there and not um, not avoiding or shirking or denying any of those that might be unpleasant emotions. Uh, mm-hmm. there, it's it's important for us to go there. That's good. So, I have avoided it because I didn't want to attract more. And you know, it's such a common thing for us. I've done this one recently, my own self, where I was trying not to be mad at my ex-boyfriend while I'm in the process of house hunting to move out. I've been trying not to be mad at him, trying really hard not to be mad at him, trying hard, 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 trying to think the better feeling thoughts. And then one day I got so mad at him, I I shouted at him how much I hated him and I threw my cookie at him. And um, I know, and I realized, oh, girlfriend, you've lost it. But it's because I'd... I every time I would think a little thought like, oh, he makes me so, I'd be like, don't think that thought, and I'd try and think something nicer, and I wasn't letting myself feel what I felt, and so I know how easy it is for us to skip this step, but mm-hmm. Bashar says you cannot change what you do not own, and owning our feelings is a, it's an important first step. Abraham does not talk about it a lot, and I think that's one reason why we tend to skip it ourselves, those of us who are highly Abraham trained. But um, look, our our life tells you know it shows the results of what's of what works and what doesn't. So I would begin by, and whether you do it by journaling or just even in a even just getting quiet and present and letting yourself feel what you feel. Some people will talk about how exploring the different areas of your body and feeling for what emotions reside there, whether it's in your stomach or your chest area. Or for some people, it's in their back. If you're, in fact, if your body has any aches or pains, that's a good first place to go, and just feel out whether there's there's anything there that wants to be expressed or acknowledged or aired out, and just be present to it. That's really all it takes for us to um, do this process justice. It's not. It doesn't have to be a tricky thing. It's just our willingness and a little bit of an investment of time when it's you know appropriate for us to do so. Okay. I've got some resources on that I can pass along your way so we don't have to spend more time talking about it. But I think, you know, for a lot of people, this is a game changer. 
when they let themselves be properly, whatever they are, upset, discouraged, angry, whatever it is, that in itself can kick some stuff loose. So uh, we do a better job at coming into alignment with everything we've got on our vortex. So don't be surprised if you get some really good results from having a proper tantrum. <laughs> I will. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's good to hear. Let's look beyond that, though, because the, that sh- that shouldn't take like that's not going to take you weeks and weeks. It, it no, that should be some, yeah fairly easy work to go through once you decide to. So let's talk about what to do on the other side of that. Um, and you may find it a lot easier to feel. Um, peaceful around what what is right now just because there's no longer those those feelings that we're trying to avoid or deny so it may be a lot easier to just completely release resistance and and be okay with where things are at right now but if there's any part of you that isn't any part of you that thinks it should be different or that's judging yourself or others for how things are that's good stuff to let go of because, again, it's standing in the way of getting to where we want to be vibrationally. And I have been judging myself really harshly, and I have been working on my self-love and self-forgiveness. That is something that I did not do back when I started this in 2008. I pushed that to the side. So right now I am working on self-love and acceptance and forgiveness as well as the karma thing. So. I have been judging myself well, very harshly lately. Yeah, that's and that's a huge one to shift. I'm I'm glad that you're aware of that, Michelle, because that's um there's probably not a lower vibration than for us to beat ourselves up. That's 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 I mean just even thinking about it makes me want to take a deep breath. That's and you yeah. I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. That one is no fun. So recognizing when you're doing that. And I wonder if you've heard Abraham talk lately about how Sometimes our inner guidance purposely steers us into contrast in order for us to experience the, you know, the expansion that we really want. Have you heard them say um, that? Not lately, but I just read that in um, Sandra Ann Taylor's book. Oh, right on. Well, yeah. I mean, because if we think about it that way, it really puts a new perspective on, like, okay, it's not so much that I took some wrong turn or I was doing something wrong and I got in this you know, relationship that's totally not serving me. It's not that as much as it is maybe that my inner guidance was like, oh, let's go pick up a little contrast on the way to an even better you know, dream come true. You know, right. like, This isn't gone wrong. This isn't a failing. This isn't us not practicing what we know. This is part of the process. When I look at it that way, it is so much easier for me to cut myself slack in whatever I've been engaging, knowing that this is part of the plan. This was this was not something where I should feel like, you know, three steps backwards or, uh, you know, slowing up my progress. This is where I pick up steam because we know the power of the contrast, right? When you think about the opposite of what you've been living and you know, and I got to say what I love about your situation, one of my favorite things is high, high contrast because <laughs> – we know the value of that, right? You know the rubber band analogy. Um, I, the further you pull something back, the further you pull back on the rubber band, the farther it goes once you let go. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, it's the same with the con- – in fact, I sometimes get frustrated. I'm like, all oh, my best manifesting stories are so old. Why can't I have a fresh one? You know why? 
because all my, all my best stories came from my worst contrast. When I had a nervous breakdown in the backyard, when I got fired at work, you know, all the or was getting ready to get fired. All of all of that contrast, it makes for even better results once we release that. So I get excited when I talk with a client who's really in a dark place. I'm not saying that you are, but the, when the more tension we're feeling, the better the results are when you release that tension. So things can happen really quickly. You can you can I just got goosebumps thinking about the kind of turnaround you can have when you have experienced as much of the don't want on the side of the equation as you have. Okay, well that's exciting. I'm looking forward to the to the flip side, yeah. to the rubber band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? One of the ways we can help release that rubber band is just by imagining, okay, what's in that vortex? You know, what what is the opposite yeah. of this? What have I created through all of this? And when you think about how respectful and appreciative and supportive and and trustworthy and you know, all good things that your relationships are going to be and how much money and how big it is and how easy it is and how fun it is from everything you've been experiencing now. Like that's part of how we let go of the rubber band by just visiting, just with our imaginations, what it is that we've created through that, those experiences. Oh, that sounds great. It that does. can be one of those things that um, when we start talking about how to move your vibration that could be one way we do it, but frankly, I'm inclined to play with something other than that with you. So I'm just going to make some notes here. We know, first of all, your number one homework is a proper tantrum. And then um, I just want to, I want to I see you release resistance. And that's whatever you're doing in your self-talk where you're blaming yourself or where whatever doesn't feel good, wherever you notice it. Let it go where you can. And if you get stuck on something, that's a good time to drop me an email because okay. um, so there are sometimes there are things that are like, you know what, this just really sticks in my craw and I'm still not sure how to get. If you got something like that, call in a second set of eyes because sometimes that can help. I okay. also am a big fan of calling in higher power. When I have trouble feeling better, I will ask angels multiple times to help me do so. And um, I can't I can't say they've ever failed me, so that's another thing to think of too. Just so you're not trying to do all this on your own, Michelle, I'd like you to get used to letting to being supported, whether it's by higher power or someone else here who's familiar with what you're going through. And I was so glad to see that you use tarot cards too. I do too. You know, um, I think I think I saw that on your website. Oh yeah, I'm a, yeah. I like to play with anything that's remotely occultish or taboo or <laughs> woo-woo yeah. to count me in. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. And it has been the biggest help. And it's only been recently that I've been asking my angels and spirit guides you know, to, to be with me and guide me throughout the day. Um, that is something that I don't know why I've just never done before now. Well, I'm glad that you're finding some inspiration around it and letting yourself go where you feel called. That's That's another good sign of a habit or a practice that a lot of people don't have that um, that you know how to hear where you feel inspired and how to honor it. That's those are two good skills, girlfriend. So, all right, the tantrum, releasing resistance, and then I want to talk about a, an effective plan for turning on the vibration of what are we shooting for here? Is it financial abundance or prosperity or plenty of money? What are the words you use around what you want your your experience to be? I'm talking. Sp- particularly money, but let's also hear you describe it with relationships too. 
Well, the financial part, yeah, I, mean, I would like to be financially wealthy where where I don't have to worry about my making a house payment and, you know, I have all this, these animals to rescue and making sure that my, I have enough money for my animals. Um, yeah, that I can actually go on a vacation. So I use the word financial wealth a lot, financially oh, wealthy. Cool. cool. All right, so financial wealth, and what would we, what label are we using for what we're allowing in relationships? Is it um, a loving, ooh, yeah, sexual relationship? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So let's brainstorm. I don't actually want to brainstorm. I want to listen for guidance. You might get, you might hear something before I do. I'm just tuning in to hear. What would serve you best? And it's possible that we're asking this question too soon. It may be that once you have a proper history fit or you feel those feelings, and um, I mean, because that will be part of releasing resistance, it may be that that is all that's required to start allowing change to happen. Ooh, no, I got it. Um, uh, I'm making a note of what I want to talk about. But I also want to check in to see if you are getting any guidance because yours always uh, overrules mine. Anything your inner wisdom suggests, that's what we want to listen to first. So are you getting any ideas or inspirations around what you might want to engage for an effective vibration management practice? Um, the only thing I'm getting right now is to go have a really good cry. <laughs> mm, yeah, I think you're going to like it. <laughs> I <would understand> it. <laughs> you know, just uh I hate to cry. I hate to cry in front of people, and so I need to just go in my room and just yeah. really cry. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You might that, even want to give yourself a regular date, you know, just so that, uh, you know, a, a regular weekly time to just let yourself feel really bad. I mean, giving yourself that permission, it's funny how it works. Once we allow ourselves to feel it, it's probably not going to be there as much as when it when we were resisting it. It's kind of a cool phenomenon, but... But, yeah, plenty, plenty of tears and crying and do it justice. I like how Aretha Callison talks about it. She learned this from Gay and I think Joy Hendricks uh, about when we're feeling those feelings, they suggest doing it in a like an exaggerated way, like pretend you're an actor on stage and and you're emoting in a way so that the people in the cheap seats, you know, in the nosebleed <laughs> seats, even they know what it is you were feeling like stomp around and 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 shaking sobs. I mean, Aretha demonstrated it once, and I was a little taken aback. I was like, "Oh, that's kind of that's really over the top." But I get it because we're because so many times we hold back. I'm just saying, go for it. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'm glad that your your inner guidance is on board with that. But the one I want to talk with, and this could be a ways down the road, but when I checked in, guidance said. Um, the story of yourself is something that might you might want to do a little editing with. Yeah, that's where. I, I, yeah, a repeat patterns story, right? Like, uh, this is how it this has been for me. I can't seem to break it. Da da da. I was a little nervous to teach that set point class at Good Vibe University because just by talking about set points and identifying our set points, we might be making them stronger. Mm-hmm. So, so one of the things I like doing is to set myself up for success by telling the story of how good I am at this. In fact, if you had heard me, I dialed in a couple minutes early and I was talking about how I, it wasn't recorded, but I was doing a really good job of talking to myself. There were a couple other people here too. 
about how I would just I just finished something. I was so proud of myself, and it wasn't actually that hard. But I made it out like I was a genius. I actually used the word genius. I said, well, I feel like such a genius now. I mean, right. I'm well practiced at celebrating how good I am at things. <laughs> um, I heard, oh, someone was just doing an interview. Lynn McTaggart, I'm in her intention masterclass this year, and she was quoting Muhammad Ali as using one of the best affirmations ever. I think she called it the best affirmation ever. He said, I am the greatest. I've been using I'm the best there is. Uh, mm-hmm. I got that from my Marine Corps father. And um, I'm smiling even as I say it because when I first, I didn't feel like, who are you to claim you're the best there is? But whatever part of us feels small and unworthy, mm-hmm. that's resistance to what's in our vortex. So, so the story of yourself, I would like to see you start to tell a story of your turnaround. Start, and, and this shouldn't be hard because you've already experienced success before as a conscious creator. You know how this vibration management stuff works, and you have worked it successfully in the past, correct? Correct. Amen. That's gonna, I, that would feature in my story. That's getting highlighted. That line's getting repeated many times that I know how this works. I've worked it before. This isn't my first rodeo. I know how to do this. It's always easier the second time or third time or fourth time. I want to start pointing myself in the direction of letting this be easier than it is when I'm telling the version of, man, this thing, it keeps happening over and over again. I'm so sick and tired of it. I don't know what to do. Why is everything it's not working? Da, 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 da. I'm not going to tell that version, even though I could and, be, and could technically be accurate, except you can't really be accurate because we already identified it's not a repeat pattern. It's just an old one it, that's recurring, but you have had different patterns. So we can't even say that that's accurate to see it that way. But, but my point being, telling it that way doesn't help change it. So we want to tell it differently. Does that make sense? It does. Is that like rescripting? Yes. Yes, scripting specifically on the story of who you are and how you roll and what you're creating with your life. As you tell it different, it's going to be different. So whenever you hear that self-talk saying things like, "Mm, whatever those gremlins say to you, do you know off the top of your head what the common things they like to repeat? Um, I'm not successful. I'm a failure. Yeah. That's that's, that's what I hear a lot. (laughs) Gremlins are not very nice. So when you hear those... Use it as a trigger to repeat the new version, right? Like, and the new version might be something really soft. Like, you know what? Actually, I deserve more credit than that. I've, I've actually, I'm getting the hang of this. You know what? I, this isn't my. I like this isn't my first rodeo. I use that one a lot. Uh, I like just that. To help, yeah, it kind of builds confidence when I, you know, when I'm figuring something out. But whatever feels better to you, start with that. I. I know you had said affirmations were something that you were using, so I'm not really inclined to ask you to keep doing what you've been doing unless it feels fabulous to do so. But uh, I think you could find a lot more traction with them after you feel out some feelings and practice making a little piece, like just letting things be how they are. Like for me, when I was in this house and really mad that I'm still here, that's what I yelled at him. I yelled, I hate you so much. I think I said, I hate you so much. Or I said, I hate you. But I think it was, I hate you so much. And I'm so mad at myself for still being here. And then I threw my half-eaten cookie at him. Um, I, I realized my resistance to still being here, I was judging myself, like, hello, you're supposed to be a master manifester. What the hell has taken so damn long to get your new place? 
Why? It shouldn't be this hard. You're not asking for impossible things. You've got the freaking money. What the hell, girl? Like, um, that... Oh, great. I lost the thread of why... Oh, um... Something... Oh, yay. Oh, my gosh. This is why I tend to book sessions earlier in the day. <laughs> I want to play my... Play my um, the lateness of the day and in not being able to finish a line of thought, but oh, resistance, yeah, giving up resistance for where we're at. When I heard myself shouting that, and in my calmer moment afterwards, I realized I do have resistance to still being here. And guess what that does? It keeps me stuck here. Keeps you stuck so, here. Yeah. Yeah. My homework became how to love it here because I'm a I'm good at this stuff. Like other people, I'll be like, just try and make a little peace. I could do better than make peace. I can appreciate it here. So I started listing all the good things. You know, Esther does this too. She'll list like, name 10 good things about this, you know, when she experiences some contrast. So I started making a list of, okay, what's okay about still being here? And it was an easy list to make once I decided to. And remembering that instead of, you know, doing the beat myself up routine, what are you still doing here? That's, um, That's part of how we can make that peace with where we're at. I need to do that about my job that I'm at right now. Yeah, hmm. definitely, I need to do that. Something about jobs, boy, i got to tell you, I know, I well, I worked in the banking field, too. I don't know what you do, but I sure banking. had resistance for mine. Banking, yeah. Well, I'm just a teller at this job, but it's not, it's not for you me. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's hard. <laughs> it's just going to say how hard it is for me to name some... The banking industry can be really stressful, and um, yeah. Uh, but and I was a surgery tech before in surgery in the OR before this, and I think banking is more stressful than being in surgery. I'm not surprised to hear you say it, having been in yeah. financial services. I get it. Look, people and money—that's some highly charged stuff, especially when you got to. I'm not helping. No, you understand because it is. Yeah, I didn't expect I, it. I did not. I thought it'd be an easy, easy job. I thought surely less stressful than dealing with people's lives. Not really. <laughs> not well, really at all. You know what? I I I kind of want to do two things around that, Michelle. Um, I I don't want to I don't want to overload you with stuff, but you're a savvy creator, so I f- I feel like you can do this. When it comes to that work, if we find a way that to change our mind about it like i didn't know to do this back when i went to the job that i hated i well maybe i kind of sort of did i when i asked myself why are you making yourself go do this thing that you hate doing the thing that is literally killing you like my body was in revolt it some days it just refused to get up and go mm-hmm. um when i asked myself why i went the answer was for the money okay so if if that's an answer i'm going to buy and i Knowing what I know now, I kind of feel like that's a crappy answer. But you know what? As for today goes right here, right now, nothing's changing in this red-hot moment. So for now, I'm at least going to make peace with going another day. And I expect that things are going to get better for me pretty soon because I'm going to invite my angels to help open up something even better, whether it's to change the management or change the the hours, even that actually. They, they introduced flex hours, and that helped a little bit. Whatever I, I can outsource to higher power to say, help me have an easier time at this thing while I'm still here, uh, use your powers there. But I also like being able to just remind myself why I chose it so it doesn't feel like I'm making myself do something that I hate. 
and 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 just reminding myself, you know what? I'm here for the paycheck. That even took a little bit of the edge off. But there's something we can do that's even more powerful than that. Do you know your core values, Michelle? Is that um, what you've done before? Um, yeah, I did them when I read your one of your um, books. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I had them written down, but okay. Well, that's cool. If if you know what they are, then you can play with this next one, which is just setting an intention to experience one or two core values during the day. That might sound like, what's that going to do? But when you practice that every day, setting and you could, I like would, I like picking a different one, you know, so that it isn't the same one every day. Uh-huh. But just setting an intention for that, it sets up some kind of magic that it happens. We don't even have to try to figure out how it's going to happen. It's best off if we don't try to make it happen. But when it does, because it's a core value, the thing that matters most to us, it puts us right in our sweet spot. That job's going to get a lot better when you are experiencing core values on a regular basis there. Okay. In fact, you might even be able to look at your core values and see how some of them already are present there. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, if that were the case and sometimes just being able to spotlight that and recognize, you know what, no, what this is doing is, I don't know, it like, oh, mastery is one of mine. And when I look mm-hmm. at how frustrated I am that um, I'm, I'm actually doing a really good job of not being frustrated anymore. But what the whole process of still being here <laughs> under some pretty fairly tense circumstances, it's helping me master vibration management. Like I am learning what Abraham teaches about how to not be a conditional liver you know, so that I'm not happy once I have my place. I'm not happy once my ex is out of my face. I'm happy because I picked it right here, right now. I'm building some right. muscle here, and mastery is one of my it's one of my core values. So, oh, okay. Just recognizing that and keeping that forefront in mind, it can transform how I'm experiencing what I might otherwise be a challenge that I've got nothing but swear words for. Yeah, I hear you on that. Okay, so, I have to look at my, so, core, my core values and, and apply them. Okay. Yeah, core values magic for maybe changing up some of what you're experiencing around work there. So what I have written down here are three things, and then I want to ask you what else you want to talk about. I've got um, feeling those feelings, making peace with where you're at, uh, and with yourself, like especially dropping judgment of yourself. Then the third one, starting to edit the story of yourself and how you're doing things so that you have a more supportive version going and right. then i i'd love to see you lighten up your experience of work somehow not because you're going to still be there but because this is part of how you get out of there by um finding a way to lighten up about it and i will say look i'm i was a person who did not succeed with that i actually had to quit i i was too burned out to find joy at my work but mm-hmm. um i don't suspect that'll be the case for you if it is though well then we'll have a different game plan um, okay, so having said all that, let me hear from you what else would be good for us to cover that we haven't hit on tonight. What do, what would be good for us to talk about? You mean as far as my other goals, like relationships? Anything, anything at all. Anything that you feel incomplete with. I don't want us to be hanging up the phone and you going, oh, I wish I would have had time to ask her about such and oh, such. Oh, you're so sweet. We've already gone over the time. I know you have another meeting. You know I what? Wanna... I, am, I am fully prepared to run fast when it's time for me to okay. <laughs> the house so I'm I'm fine on time I've got at least an easy 10 minutes before I, I I'm going to get dressed while we're talking <laughs> okay thank you um relationships I mean my whole life I've looked for my soulmates so to speak and and you know now 
I thought I had worked it out, yet this business relationship ended up being one of the most um, abusive relationships I've ever had. And I'm kind of scared to start dating again for fear I will attract Mm -hmm. a man like I've had in the past. So I've been Mm -hmm. doing my affirmations and visualizing a wonderful, loving relationship with a person. And I make my list of what, you know, what he is and how we get along. And And how do you feel in that relationship, Michelle? When when I'm in my imaginary relationship, it feels good. Let's expand on good. Like what are the, what are the main vibrations of that fabulous relationship with your soulmate? Total love and acceptance, no matter what. Holy crap, that's a good one. Okay, keep going. Um, compatibility. Cool. Um, same values. Open-mindedness. Non-judgmental. Um, loving. Compassionate. Mm. Wow. You, you know what you're doing uh, right now. You're giving yourself. You're giving, well, that it's created. That thing already exists. And when you think about it in terms of, you know, multiple worlds, how everything already exists right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> like because mm-hmm. time's an illusion. Yeah, that thing's already real. He already, you guys are already having a rocking good time. But what you just listed, that's your homework for how to, you got to start feeling that way now. Because to be a match for that relationship, you have to be that person now. Until you are, you're not a match for it. You're a match for something else. So if we want that, and when I say we, I'm in the same boat myself where I was like, holy crap, if this is what my relationship vibration has been, i got some freaking work to do before I'm a match to anything better. And when I asked myself, how will I be? How will I feel in that relationship with, you know, that's a dream come true. Like this is what is in my vortex. When I go visit that relationship, Uh I am happy like, I'm unconditionally happy. I'm not ornery. I'm not resentful. I'm not irritated. I'm not grumbling. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm happy. I'm fulfilled. Yep. I'm yep. satisfied. I'm content. I'm, I'm, I'm delighting in life. Like, all of life is good. Okay, so my homework is to be that girl now. Can you see when I become that girl, then I'm a match to that guy and that relationship? I do. I yeah. do. So... Total love and acceptance. That was the first thing you said. (laughs) Total love and acceptance. Loving, compassionate. You had some really great descriptors for how you will feel in that relationship. That's what you want to start feeling now. To whatever extent you're not, wherever you see a gap. Do what? I'm sorry? Wherever you see a gap, that's what you want to close. But I heard you just start to ask a question or say something. Um. Shoot, I'm kind of like you were a while ago. I forgot. What I'm <laughs> Sorry. Glad I'm no, 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 it's okay. Um, I think I'm closer to the relationship thing than I am the job thing. Mm, and I know, I just like you're, if I can feel, I don't feel successful. So if I can feel successful, I think you know that the job thing will come help me in the job thing as well. Mm-hmm. But I, I do understand what you're saying about I do have to feel those emotions now mm-hmm. or be that person now. And I think that's sometimes how I stumble too. And I hate to say even stumble, but I think that sometimes that's hard well, to conjure work, those feelings. It? It's, it's work, very especially much when work. when we've been practicing something else, like when I've been practicing being mad and disappointed and frustrated, and here I got to roll up on content and delighted and happy. That's mm-hmm. but but that's conscious creation for you. <laughs> We're gonna feel yeah, our way into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, and it you know work. what? You aren't giving yourself enough credit for how good you already are at it. In fact, if I asked you to make a list of where you felt compassion either for yourself or for someone else in a day, 
or where you were um, experiencing total love and acceptance. For a woman who works with animals, I bet that's one you get to daily. I mean, I bet you're better at these vibrations than you're giving yourself credit for because once you start looking for them, that's part of how we grow them, right? We notice where it's already happening, and if all we do is just revel in that, it's automatically going to grow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I am hard on myself, so I... I, And he's not going to be hard on you, right? I'm sorry? Your soulmate is not going to be hard on you, correct? Correct. He's not. He's going to be accepting. Yes, so that's for you to be that, because the world is just going to match whatever you're flowing. So if you want someone who's going to be good to you, you have to be good to you. Yeah, yep, and that's what I'm trying to do right now and that's what I'm learning to do take care of myself that was a nice little edit right there Michelle I really like (laughs) how you swapped out trying with learning you are in process and you already are better at it than you give yourself credit for that's pretty much a true statement no matter who I'm talking to we most of us are hard on ourselves and overly critical we're way better at it than we realize but just even saying that helps us see how we're getting better and then that helps us get better and as we tap into that love and compassion and acceptance and happiness, then we become a match for someone who feels that same way about us instead of someone mm-hmm. who's just judging us and hating on us as much as we're judging and hating on ourselves. Right. So true. Yeah. Thank you. That's, that. This has been very helpful, very, very I, helpful. Here's what I'm thinking, Michelle. I didn't tell you anything you don't already know, right? You already know all this stuff. I'm, it's good to be reminded, and you're telling me in a different <laughs> way. The hissy fit, ha- going ahead and having a hissy fit, is something I, I really was afraid to do, and I feel like I've gotten permission to do it now. Yeah. And to feel yeah, sorry for your myself assignment. for a day it's your or two. first assignment, yeah. In fact, if you yeah. go to the blog or even at GVU and Google Feeling Your Feelings, you'll find mm-hmm. a lot of um, – uh, and I was going to track down something along those lines as well. But really, it's not challenging work. It's just – most of us never taught this. What most of us got taught is mask how you feel, like smile when you don't really feel good, and be nice when you really don't like someone. I mean, that's the training we got. The truth is um, we, we have an intuitive knowing about how to process these feelings when we just choose to and let ourselves go there. It's a pretty natural process. But if you get stuck with any of it, in fact, if there's anything here, that you come up with a question on later. These these coach sessions include email follow-up, so please keep me in the loop as to what unfolds for you, whether it's a question, a success, or whatever I can help you support you with, because I don't want you to feel like you're, you're in this alone. I want you to know you've got um, someone in your corner who's rooting for you, and that actually is um, a huge benefit of this, because when I, ta- when I invited you, to improve your story of yourself, you're not even going to be remotely as good at that as I am of doing the story of Michelle. And when I'm flowing a new and improved story of Michelle, it makes it even easier for you to get there too because wherever two or more are gathered, you know, it's way more powerful. So, And I don't have the same hang-ups that you do about you. So it's easier for me to see you rocking it and seeing you as a person who's in that amazing relationship, experiencing the kind of financial wealth and abundance that you've been putting in your vortex every time you ever experienced any struggle. I can totally see that. That's easy for me. So you're getting an extra foothold in getting there because you're not doing it alone. That's what I'm trying to say. I 
that thank we Thank you. You are make. amazing, and you're so generous and so loving. You're you're totally amazing. You're very generous, and I really appreciate you. You know what, girlfriend? That's you looking at the mirror. You spot it, you got it. You know what I mean? Like, that's one reason I was so interested in working with you, because I can see that in you, too. So everything you just said thank to me, you. I hope you can feel the truth of that about yourself as well. Well, thank you. Thank you. So, I didn't think yeah, of it like that, but that's that's really, really nice. I needed that today. Thank you. <laughs> I'd love for us to follow up. So when you want to do another one of these, um, just let me know. But I would love to hear from you via email as you okay. start engaging some of this homework and let me know how things unfold. I will. Thank you so much. Sending big, big, big love your way, my friend. And I'm looking forward to um, I'm looking forward to the changes you've got in store. <laughs> Thank you. I just got a big chill, so that's always a good confirmation <laughs> for me too. So I was going to tell you another thing too. When I was picking out the pen, when I do this with, I know I got to hurry. When I do coach sessions, I I pick out a color, but it's, I'm just drawn to like intuition picks a color, mm-hmm. and that kind of gives me a clue what kind of session we're going to have. And when I was like, hmm, what color is Michelle? And in all, like none of those, it wasn't any of those pens. And I got every color in this pen holder that you could have, and it wasn't any of those colors. I was like, wow, what pen is it? And as soon as I said, what pen is it, girlfriend, it was my magic pen. I have never used my magic pen for a coach session before. But Oh, my gosh. I know. I was like, wow, I don't know what's going on here, but I like it. I do, too. I get in chills over that, too. Yeah. I don't know. Exactly. I don't know what significance it has, but I'm just saying, never happened before. So. Oh, that's amazing. I use, my magic pens are for my magic. I've never used them on client magic before, so here we are. Anyway. Oh, that's amazing. That's a good I'm time excited. for me, too. Thank you. Me, too. Thank you so much. All right, you enjoy the rest of your night, and um, know that I'm sending big love your way. Thank you. Love you so much. Okay, bye-bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.